Welcome to Conversations with Healers, a podcast and video interview series that features intimate, soulful, and cozy conversations with self-healers and healers. Healer to healer, we dive into all aspects of self-healing and healing and being and becoming a healer. I am Damla Aktekin. I am a healer and the host of this podcast, and I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conversations with Healers, where we talk to, uh, well, I talk to healers that I love. (laughs) all about self-healing and healing and today I have with me my dear friend Karen Ortiz. Hi everyone. (laughs) So um how are you Karen? I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's not snowing it's sunny I love it. (laughs) Yes yes yes. So um for people who don't know you Karen came into my life we we met during a yoga teacher training and you've been in my life ever since (laughs) which I'm so thankful about um and I want you to give people a sense of who you are um but I just want to say that like from the the amount of you know stuff that I know about her work she basically you read bodies I read bodies yes I do you read bodies and I remember the first time you you touched me I mean not like (laughs) (laughs) but you (laughs) We were we were in a hotel room. We were doing, we were attending a conference or something together. Yeah. And then you were like, "Let me give you a little neck rub." And then two seconds later, I was in the bathroom crying. I'm like, "What's going on? Like, what's happening?" <laughs> like you knew where to go. So tell me more about that. How did you learn to read bodies? Um, basically, from my own situation of trying to heal myself. Um, so whatever worked for me I applied to other people and then I also learned to see who's coming in and I listen and I listen between the lines or read between the lines is that you want to say um and um and the body and the aura is trying to tell me something and I also hear what the person's saying but usually it's so far off <laughs> <laughs> so I'd rather listen to yeah. what I'm sensing here yeah okay so and then um, and then the body leads me where to go. I feel the tissue of the, the body, and it says here, no, over here, and so I just go with it. And mm-hmm. sometimes the person could say it's over here, but I'm all the way at the the great toe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, that's where I'm supposed to be. So yeah. I just go with it. Yeah. So do you find that rather than like listening to what I'm hearing is rather than listening to the people as a healer, which we do, we do, right? We do yeah. that too. But then sometimes there are things that they don't know about. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so tell me, you, I know you're, you're, you do massage. What else do you do? Um, let's see. I do biofield tuning. I do, uh, I teach gyrotonic. I teach Pilates. I empower people to come back into their bodies. <laughs> yes. Um, and I also see, oh, neuro reset therapy, um, active isolated stretching. Um, I can't think of anything else right at this moment, but there's, I have a lot of tools. Yes. So I feel like we could um, 
And the thing about the two of us is when we get together, I feel like it's almost like file swapping. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> I'm like, have you heard about this book? Have you heard about this healer, this person? Um, so I we could spend like days mm-hmm. diving into those. But one thing I want to dive into and something that I admire a lot in you is that you have a great attitude towards collaborations yes. with other healers. Tell me about that. Um I call it networking and you know I feel like I tell everybody it's like I'm kind of like the 7-eleven everybody comes to me and then I'm like you know what you need this person (laughs) (laughs) they specialize in that Um, I try not to when a a student comes to me I call them students not clients and um, because they're learning about their body and what's going on so I I teach them and basically give them the manual they've forgotten or lost Mm it and if somebody does it way better than I do it that's where they're going so I'm, it's all about their healing, their journey, and I'm going to support them as much as I can. Yes. So I know because you've sent a few people my way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we, I mean, we, in terms of the sound balancing, we've been trained similarly, but I feel like we do it so, so differently. differently. Yeah. Everyone has their own unique. I'm more quiet about it. It's all about the subtlety, and I go with my training, which is more um, about what's going inside the body and the muscles. I think about the muscles and um, and also other layers. Um, and because of my Kundalini training, I'm also thinking of the 10 bodies. So I, I go through that. And whereas when I come to you and I'm like, do I have to talk? <laughs> Get it out of here. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I want to talk about is um, like when I was just starting doing this which was around the time that I met you mm-hmm. like I would put together a workshop and I would put it on Facebook and I would be like patiently waiting for everyone <laughs> to come and you would be the first first person to like it and then you would be the first per- person to forward it and which meant a lot to me mm-hmm. and I find that um, that's so important with with healers to, to and not even if you're if you're not a healer if you have people in your life who uh, want to do things who want to create new things to have that kind of support and you yeah. you do it so well um, I learned how to network from something called BNI and that's <laughs> business network international I felt like that was my uh, associate's degree into business and it's about uh, collaborating, sharing, as you said before, and um, and when somebody's really good, I'm definitely gonna like it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm definitely gonna share it, and I'm definitely gonna say, "Hey, go there. She's really great." You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And yeah. that's what Facebook is all about. When somebody's good, you're supposed to like and share, and it exposes you to more people. Yeah, and I think, um, and then you get the support back. Correct. Right, you get the support, and it's not like you're hoping for that to happen. If it happens, it happens. I'm not tied to that, but it's nice when it does. Right. So, yeah. Right. Um, and then the other piece of this is I've I've known you relocate your business like, <laughs> multiple times, three or four times, three or four times. Yeah. Um, like once within the same city, you went to a different location, right? Um, three times in one city. Three times in one. Okay. <laughs> okay. And every time, and in the multiple cities too. So, and every time you do that. And I, I go like, 
what? <laughs> and then like within a couple of months, your your people know you, people talk about you, you've already like attracted a few healers mm-hmm. around you, you take you sort of take them, I see you taking them under your wings. Yep. Um so tell us about that. Um the moves all happen, not because of my choice, I have to say that. <laughs> but the energy moves me and when it happens and I don't listen, I get kicked in my butt. So now I learn to listen when there's energy is not feeling right, it's time to move on. Um, and um, that was a hard lesson. <laughs> um, and then each time it proves that it was a, a great move, better energy, um, and then more people see where I am. Like last time it was, I was on a street corner on Washington and uh, Winter Street in Newburyport and everybody saw me. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I was hidden. And now the last move, <laughs> it's not the last one I have a feeling. Uh, I'm in Ainsbury, Mass, and um, it, uh, the energy there is so great. I'm right beside a river, and I, I just feel like it's amplifying the energy that I'm working mm-hmm. with. And people feel it, and they're drawn to it. And I only have this tiny little sign, and they're still coming. I'm word of mouth now. I don't really And it's very, this. I have to say, like having been there, it's very cozy the space you have it mm-hmm. feels like you're walking into a friend's place place and they're they care about you that's, right that's sort of the feeling that i get i get two or three people that have come in and they burst into tears and this is their first time there and i was like it's okay <laughs> <laughs> this is normal <laughs> um and they feel safe they say i don't know why i'm crying and it's because i made such a safe space um i do many layers it's the music i play it's mantras um, the energy I hold the space, um, I, um, the cleaning products I use, safe, um, and my intentions are already there. Right. So, right. and yeah. I don't, I know that you do a, a lot of clearing. And oh, like, a lot. Of clearing. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of clearing. Yes. And even within myself, I have to keep clear, and that means I see other people to get work done because I need it. Yes. Um, love. Take for instance, um, I've been traveling a lot, and so I had to find a chiropractor that would take me in quickly. <laughs> oh, and um, it's all about self care for yourself because if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you care for other people? Yes, yeah. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. Like, what's the when do you decide to see other healers? Oh, let's see. Example, um, the last incident, which was not too long ago, it was only last week. Um, I needed um, a chiropractor and because I knew my sacrum was stuck and I couldn't get it. Usually I have tricks to get it going and it was not working. So um, I chose in a walk-in clinic and, um, oh boy, did that hurt. <laughs> and, and then just last week too also I had um, a student of biofield tuning that's in town locally and she's going for a practitioner training next week, I think. Um, she worked on me and she pulled some stuff out of my hip so that was stuck in my sacrum Mm -hmm. so i was really grateful for that and she also learned so much from doing that that. because we were well aware what was going on there so she wasn't surprised Mm -hmm. so um so it's uh, it's all about self-care yeah yes so what's what how do you define healing like what's healing hmm healing (laughs) okay well for me, I'm just a facilitator. I just 
remind the body that I'm working with that they can heal themselves. I might point, like, for example, I might point right into there. <laughs> and, um, and then also the body's like, oh, yeah, I need to go there. And then I just teach it how to move and spiral the way it's supposed to, whether it's with a tuning fork or my hands or, um, or just telling them verbally to twist or something. So, um, I, And if it doesn't want to go there? <laughs> then we have other tools to come out. <laughs> I have something I call a buzzer. <laughs> it's really a vibrator. <laughs> so, um, and that's neural reset therapy. And I have the person move the arm or any place of the body that I'm working with. And it actually resets the nervous system. And then it can go back to what it was, back to the original yeah. setting. Do you find, I mean, other than the body having resistance, which mm -hmm. which it does oh, occasionally, it does. Yeah. do you find that people come in and they're like, oh, let me try this work, and then they realize, oh, stuff is going to come up, like they're like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, lately, what I've been putting out there, in the beginning, I would have a lot of resistance and a lot of people that would never come back ever again, but I've been putting it out there that I, um, I'm asking for people to um, come to me that are ready for the work because I am strong medicine. And if you're not ready, you're not going to last. <laughs> so um, I try to be gentle as possible. There are some people that are so deconditioned that you have to go slow. And then that's when I would do like 10, 15 minutes, build up to a half hour and see where we go from there. Yeah, I love that though, what you're saying that you know you're strong medicine. Mm -hmm. And, and that may not be for everyone. It isn't. Nope. Right. right. <laughs> they, they were running for the hills. <laughs> so um, what do you do for, for self-care or self-healing? Just last night was a full moon. I <laughs> soaked in the new soaking tub I have. <laughs> and, um, and I put Epsom salt in there, um, lavender, and um, mantras. And I also did my um, kundalini set that I've been practicing for the last 80 days, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and that, one, that particular one is about prosperity. And I find it, the water amplifies it. Mm. And I, I love that. So do you chant it out loud? Do you listen loud, to it? I have the music going and I chant it out loud and I make movements. Mm. Like one of the movements is this here. Um, it's Jupiter and I think, oh gosh, I forgot what the other one is, but anyway, this one. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I found it amplifies it. So I was like, mm -hmm. so I decided every new moon and every full moon that that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm, I'm lucky that the restroom window, it's like the moon is like right there shining <laughs> in. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then the other one is, um. Doing the mantras for me, um, that journey of going into Kundalini Yoga has been really interesting. I never knew mantras would be it for me. And you, before, That's, she yes. introduced me to mantras, <laughs> and I was like, ew. It's real football. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, they really work. They really work. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, it's a good practice. And then um, also receiving, like coming to you. Um, we either do distance work, which I love. And um, and then sometimes I call her up and I say, can you just fix my shackles, please? <laughs> They're out of balance. So. <laughs> and I do the same. Yeah. I'm like, please help. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, uh, 
And then we also go out for tea, you know, just oh, being yes. hanging out with girlfriends. That's, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad yeah. you mentioned that because, like, you are my, my non-muggle person. <laughs> <laughs> I feel we can talk about all the chakras and the unicorns and, like, everything. And not be like, what? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's so important. And we go to different coffee shops, which I really like and enjoy. Yeah. It's like, oh, what, what's this one over here? <laughs> but I think our favorite one happens to be Flight. Shout out to Flight and Dover. Dover. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh gosh, they have a per- what is it? The Purple Fusion one, and it tastes like purple. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, and, um, Oh, what else? Um, oh, I did something totally out of character. I did drumming. Oh, nice. Um, and what was weird is that I bought this drum from uh, a roommate of mine in Kundalini Yoga. I had no idea what I was buying, okay? <laughs> My rights, I probably shouldn't have bought it because I had no idea. And uh, I just played it this New Year's Eve. The power in that was amazing. And I didn't understand it until then. And I was like, what a wonderful gift. Thank you, Maria. Um, <laughs> and um, and it was made in Africa on the Ivory Coast. And um, wow, uh, I'm gonna learn. The, yes. the only thing I can remember right yes. now is walk the fat dog. <laughs> That's all I can remember. <laughs> Which means I get to try. Like I find yeah. that I'm like, there's this workshop here. We have to go. Like there's this train, and then you're like, Tom, we're going to this together. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so we share our adventures together. Which brings me, I mean, you you sort of started on that, answering that already. Like, what are you excited about these days in terms of self-healing, healing healing your work? Oh, gosh, what am I excited about? Um, I think on the journey of sound, I'm expanding. um, With biofuel tuning, it's great. I like working on the body and... um, and actually it's no longer hearing the tuning fork itself now, it's just feeling the vibration and then feeling the vibration on the outer realms. Um, but the Himalayan bowls, the bells, the gong, the gong. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's my next adventure is exploring that. I'm going to the gong summit. Um, I don't know if you heard that one. Mm-hmm. Um, they're bringing all these great gong masters. And, and where um, is that? That's gonna be in Chester, Connecticut in July in the beginning of July so it's going to be July 4th week yes. so I'll, I'll hear about that yeah the gongsummit.com I know that one <laughs> <laughs> it's with Mitchner who is my teacher of sound and he taught me um, the history of sound and where it all came from and then for some reason we got into the whirling dur- dervish oh yes yes, yes. so yeah and so it just caught my it, it was weird how I when I found Michener and then we were discussing it how it all came together Mm -hmm. and he said that is where the book is on sound healing but they won't share it with the rest of the world okay just to to let everyone know what Karen is talking about (laughs) um Michener who is an amazing sound healer and teacher of Mm -hmm. teachers and also whirling dervishes are this um part of this mystical experience that exists um where I come from, I grew up in Turkey, and um, it comes from uh, a tradition or a practice that Rumi created, which is people, uh, men and women, traditionally men, but I've seen women do it too. Mm-hmm. They dress in white dresses with this big um, 
skirts and then they uh, there's a music playing which I want to say there isn't necessarily like the drumming but there's an element of rhythm yes in the music and it's very soothing mm -hmm. to the nervous system and they rotate and there are very specific uh, things in the ceremony that they do if you go to Istanbul you need to watch it you need to go find um, a place to watch it but um, it's meant to symbolize the earth the elements um, things that spiral in nature um, and it's a salute to life basically it's, it's and there are lots and lots of symbolic and mystical meanings in it yeah but yes yeah and that's why I'm attracted to anything that spirals hence why I do gyrotonic yeah. it spirals a lot yeah. <laughs> which also means like you and I have to go to there's a Rumi Rumi actually lived in Turkey I didn't uh, know that. for people who don't know in yeah. a place called Konya and there's a Rumi festival every year there which uh -huh. we need to go at some point okay you need to tell me this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll plan ahead yeah. <laughs> I seem to be traveling the world this year I started with Italy I went to Sweden. Um, I think Ireland is in the, in the works with Iceland stopover, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe back to Italy again. Maybe. All right. So, yeah. So I want to ask you, um, what would you say to someone who's sort of just starting out? They mm. don't quite identify themselves as a healer, but they're interested in self-healing. Um, so that... And also a person who identifies themselves as a healer, but they're sort of figuring it out. They haven't quite found their thing yet. So two separate questions, I guess. I guess, well, what's going to happen is that you're going to find what works for you, and then you're going to make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's okay. It's part of the learning process. Um, and there's a learning curve. Um, and then also have your support system. Um, somebody that is a little further along, call them up and say, hey, I need some help, ask questions. Um, and definitely the self-healing part that for for yourself is so important. If you don't take care of yourself, how can you take care of anybody else? Yes. So, um, and yeah, uh, that's all I got to say about that one. <laughs> yeah. And the same with, with a healer who's just sort of yeah. beginning on the path. Just keep learning, keep learning. Um, there's there's more information out there like um, for me like when I went to Eileen to learn bifal tuning I wanted to know more and Mitch Nor gave me the history I needed the history as to why like for when we met in yoga I needed the history why am I doing yoga you know it's like what is the history of it and um, and that to me is always fascinating then I can honor it the way it's supposed to be mm. it's not supposed to be athletic it's more supposed to be about coming back into your body. Uh, removing blockages and so yeah. on. So, yeah. Yeah. Give us the gyrotonic. I love the. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if I was on the machine, the gyrotonic tower, um, my hands would be on the handle unit, and I just love this one where I'm going to come in out and around. Out and around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. Spiraling. It's all about spiraling in the body. Yes. So um, it's like Tai Chi, Qigong, but now you have something that you, gives you feedback. Right. And um, that was self-healing for me um, because I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, which thank goodness it wasn't. Um, and I, 
I'm going to attribute learning gyrotonic actually healed me because of his movements of um, the sacrum and the abdominal region because mm. it was stagnant. And it's almost like um, our cycles too, the moon cycle is like that, right? Yeah. Our digestive is, cycle is like, like that. Right. It's like a washing machine. Sheen. And it needs to move. And if we don't move, then we become stagnant and mm. everything. Um, like, oh, uh, <laughs> I think five years ago now. Oh, gosh, that's long. Um, I fell down the stairs, and for almost a year, I could not move. I had no patience for myself. But every time I tried to move, it would hurt. Um, and... I learned to uh, have patience for my body, love it for where it is at this moment. I'm on the healing end of the side of it, but I still have a little ways to go. Um, but I had to go to many people to help me with my sacrum uh, because it was frozen mm. after that fall. Um, and then I did something I probably shouldn't have done, but it all worked out in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into details or not. But, um, and um, and then it was a pelvic floor specialist that helped me because she actually had to go in to help my sacrum. Right. So, and I was like, uh. um, and now for the last piece, it's um, strengthening the surrounding muscles so that it doesn't get stuck like it did when I go traveling. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so. But it, I mean, from the way you describe it, what I'm understanding is, first of all, you're you're not victimizing yourself. Oh gosh, no. Yeah. You're like, this happened, and let me, even though it's painful, mm -hmm. let me live with this. <laughs> I was go, universe, seriously? <laughs> what is the lesson in this? <laughs> and apparently I'm supposed to help people that are, came into the same way that I did, and I was like, okay, there's a lesson in this here, and what a journey. Oh my gosh, it opened up so much, um, and sound healing was definitely part of it, um, but it was, it was so many modalities. I, it wasn't just one that helped me to get to where I am right now. Right. So, and yeah. I think that's an important piece too. Like you, you can't just go. And I tell people all the time, even though I work with the energy field, like when you get something energetic, go do something with your body. Mm -hmm. And when you do something with your body, go do something with your mind too. Like you need the mind tools like meditation, like EFT, right. to bring things to a certain, um, to flip things around. Correct. To reframe. Reframe, yeah. Because um, just my journey to Italy, I had no idea what I was going into. <laughs> it was about meditation for eight days on a marble floor, okay? <laughs> With a guru who is, guru dev, who is very, you know, intense. And what I found out is that um, there was a deep-seated, hidden secret that the little girl in me was hiding. And I didn't know I was hiding it. It was... Um, um, something that happened a long, long, long time ago, and um, it was so to be quiet, and so that actually shut me all down. Hmm. So I forgave the person who put that on me, and now I have to heal that little girl, and that's the process I'm in right at this moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes, like every single day. Yeah. I feel like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't end. It's like another layer. I'm like, really. <laughs> But it gets a little easier, but it's still there. But, I mean, there's, there's relief in those like daily practices. There is relief in, like you were saying, looking at it at different angles, mm -hmm. working with different healers. Right. Um, but then it's, um, 
and in the middle of it not getting into despair because yeah. you have to do yet another layer but um, it's, it's a, looking at it as a learning journey right almost and then it, it adds to your practice because you find something in it like I find that it um, it gives you like such depth into your practice that you do for others that you can be there for them when they get into it right so then it's almost like in discovering your own layers, you're like, I know it's, it isn't just the one thing mm -hmm. that you're telling me. Right, There's right, a lot right. of other things going on here. What's I win? Well, like, for example, when I learned reflexology now, where from a long time ago when I first started out, um, now that's one of the layers I look at when I work on people's feet. Um, I see the reflexology, but then I see the muscular part of it, and then I see another layer. Yeah, you're to like it. a human with laser yeah, eyes. Yeah, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I know what that is, and it's coming from there. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me to, um, you are so generous. You're offering a free gift to our <laughs> listeners. Um, tell us about that. Um, I believe in um, what is that? Seva. So this is my Seva. And service service to the people I it's my it's a gift I have and I'm supposed to share it I'm not supposed to be hoarding it for myself because <laughs> I'll be spanked if I do that um, so I generally see give it out and I also um, I know a lot of people they need the work if they prove to me that they deserve I mean not deserve that's the wrong word that they're willing to, to do there. the work then I will will work something out. Um, I make it happen for them. And um, I want to know, and when I see that they're not doing it, then I say, hey. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so because I I know that there will be people in Turkey listening to this, <laughs> in Germany, everywhere, uh, as well as in the U.S., um, is this something that they can do uh, in a distance over the Yes. Place? I offer distance work and... Um, by, I actually work, like working distance in a way because I don't hear your voice. <laughs> I get right to the root cause. <laughs> um, and um, so I can, if anybody is in a different country, yes, we can work it out that way. And then also I can find you a supporting person if you should choose to go on. Yes, you have connections. I have connections. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're going to um, say that it, it, this is an hour session with you. Correct. And anybody who would like to take advantage of that, please leave a comment saying, yes, <laughs> yes, Karen, <laughs> work on me. And I, having received her work, I really, honestly, I can't recommend it enough. Thank um, you. Thank so you. please say, say, you know, yes in the comments. And then within three days time from the publishing of this interview, um, Karen and I will take a look. We might use our intuition, we might use our pendulum, who knows? <laughs> um, and then we'll get in touch with you through Facebook. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Is there anything else you wanna? Uh, no, but thank Actually, you. there's one more thing. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I want you to tell the story. Because you and I, we have so much fun together. Um, so there's this one story that I, uh, I arranged this workshop to take a group of women to America's Stonehenge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> and in America's Stonehenge, there's these 4,000 plus year old stone structures. And there's one particular structure. It's called an Oracle chamber. Oh. People go in there and meditate. Um, 
<laughs> so I'm holding the space, but tell us what happens. Oh, okay. in the and it's a dark. It's dark. It's a dark space. So um, I go in there to do my meditation. We only could go in one at a time. <laughs> I'm sorry. But there were other people. There were other there. guests on Stonehenge. Um, thing. And um, uh, I was just there taking it all in. I could feel the energy. It was really wonderful. I forget how long we spent. 10 minutes in there or something? Yeah. Like yeah. And, okay. And then this group of people came. <laughs> <laughs> they thought I was part of this. <laughs> they thought... I was a stone person. <laughs> and you had a glowing necklace. The sun. Your necklace was glowing. It was a moon necklace. Yes. <laughs> and, they, they, and then I moved and they go, oh my gosh. <laughs> they like tried. I think they oh tried to touch tried. me. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> That was that was the highlight. I know. Of I was like, wow. So <laughs> meditation. I have tears coming out of my eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, yeah. The, yeah. My moon necklace. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The glow in the dark. The glow in the dark. I one. thought you were the Aphrodite. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, and now I'm mirroring a mood ring because I'm trying to assess what my mood is. <laughs> I think it's anxiety. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This was me. such fun. Yeah. And now we're gonna actually we're gonna hang out a okay. little bit more. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this, uh, please share it with other healers. Please share it with comments. It's really easy. There's a little share button. You hit that um, because that's gonna help us reach other people with all of the stuff we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think it's important to remember support other healers Definitely. in your life Definitely. if you get inspired by someone just share share their work and tell them that you you like their work it's kind of i find that it's sometimes you get isolated very isolated yes especially so support and cheer your people and um let us know how you like this interview in the comments and thank you so much Sadna. Namaste. <laughs>